0: Good morning, this is Dr. Yvonne Murphy and um, this is the reply um, to a mail I got and a situation that I'm in and I wanted to uh, record it so that I can use it as a teaching um, around healing and being a healer um, because uh, students of mine will enjoy it. Um, And it's important to share information about healing. Yeah, so the work I do is divine clearing. I trained in the 1980s for my Doctor of Chiropractic degree. Um, I used to see 66 patients a day when I was in my American practice. I lived in America for 23 years. I so a huge amount of people in America. We had to learn law every year in order to be equipped with um, the legal profession because um, malpractice suits were very common and almost to be expected. Um, and then I went back to Ireland and um, I was very American and... Um, I ended up (coughs) in the racing world and for a couple of years I worked in the racing circuit with dogs and horses and taught treating animals and the animals taught me and we all grew and there was a lovely collective shift in the animal kingdom and how animals were treated in Ireland and it was lovely to be part of that. And that's when I started coming to India and spending my winters in India, um, volunteering in villages, working with spiritual healer, um, treating a lot of Indians, a lot of different nationalities in India. And I've just spent two years in India. I'll be leaving soon to go back to Ireland. Um, So there was a lot of learning about how healing works and how it doesn't work in India, because it has a different flavor. There's much more God in India than, you know, I don't know if there's 300 gods or 300 million gods in India, anyway. Um, so I, I was back in Ireland for 20-something years, and seven of those years I got an, an entrepreneur business visa, uh, and I worked in New Zealand, when again, it's a different psyche different healing, different spiritual calibration. Um, I learned a lot. Um, but in saying, you know, how much I've traveled and studied, oh, I didn't mention I've been a constant studier. I've got um, all kinds of degrees and um, qualifications in healing. It's been my main um, and only passion. I study non-stop and healing every day working online and in person more online than ever with the pandemic Um, so anyway that said what's learned is that it's something greater that does the work without any doubt and that um, the more we um, surrender to that greater power the more healing and the more appropriate help that comes through. If it's just me, Dr. Yvonne, doing my healing work, it's very, very limited. I'm not going to be able to help many people. Um, I may take some people backwards, you know, that's what they say, isn't it, if you make sure you get treated by someone who's spiritually more advanced than you are, otherwise they'll take you backwards so I'm just making sure this is um, recording because I want to really share this let's go to my anchor oh yeah, I'm recording, cool because I'm on the phone and doing this Yeah. so I guess the very important part of this podcast is relying on the higher power no matter what and then of course you're tested you know if you're stepping up to be a healer if you want to help people um, your purity your intention will be tested so where i find myself now um, in this reply is um, i have the letter that um, i found your reaction to my helping my brother a bit odd and a bit racist perhaps um, my brother leads expeditions to antarctica he just arrived from europe the day before and you said that you could do something for his very painful condition without having having him having to wait to go back to europe so it left me a bit uneasy and wondering with all your messages and reluctance what that was about As i was very genuine in my request and I didn't actually understand your issue, especially after you said you could help him. Um, So, yes, so where I was coming from there was I was really super grateful to be staying in this wonderful location, a, a, a lovely beach resort, which normally I would only come and stay maybe one or two nights, maybe three nights max. You know, it was sort of way out of my um, abundance. And um, thanks to the higher power, that's been shifting. And I was given a good rate. So I've actually stayed here for four months. And I so wanted to, you know, I'm in South India, in the tropics. I can swim every day. I, I have to be by the water to swim, to cleanse, because I'm treating every day. So I have to cleanse by jumping in the water. I just did 16 months of lockdown while I was there because there was no lockdown, right on the Ganges River, and I bathed every day, and there was such cleaning and awakening and growth and healing. and um, So I was so grateful to be staying in this place and to be given a great discounted rate because it was known that I've done um, 26 winters here, giving service in the village and helping People, there's photographs all over the internet and on websites and things um, of my work here. And of course, when we give, we're only giving to ourselves. There, there really is no out there, out there. So remember that, as healers, that when you're giving or when you're in service, that you're you're only ever giving to yourself, and that it does come back at you multiplied, and that you will be shown how to purify and how to grow. So yes, so when I heard that the brother was writhing, I said, oh, you know, if there's anything I can do to help, I would love to help, let me know. And so then it came back that, yes, can you help my brother? He has this difficult shoulder situation, he really needs help, he's booked to see somebody back in Europe, but if you could help him, that would be great. So what I always get to do, and what I would recommend you to do um, in the healing world, whether you're a doctor of chiropractic or doing Reiki or whatever you're doing, you check in and you see, is this person ready for the treatment? Can this person be helped? Check in and see. See what comes. And... um, I'll just share with you some of my own experience on that because I followed the higher power's direction on that over and over and over again for years. I've turned people away from my practice for 30 years. I've said to them, no, I'm getting that I can't help you, that you need to go elsewhere. Or I'm getting, no, I'm getting you're in some sort of process and th- it isn't time to do anything else. You need to... Let the process you're in work. Um, (coughs) I'm just going to turn off the fan here. because, um, Yeah, and that's another joke. You know, the unhealed healer. I'm not in the very best of health myself, which is another reason I know that I can't heal everything. Um, I've had systemic um, amoebic dysentery now for the four months that I'm in south india and i haven't it hasn't been healed yet i can't do it i've gone to everyone and done everything it's a great learning curve um when there's low water table um there's a lot of amoebas in the water and i've actually known loads of people and treated them in india and also in australia i've spent a lot of time there i was actually going to go and live there but again in parts of australia that are tropical where there's a really low water table there's really high giardia in the water and what can happen is it's never happened to me until now it gets into your system and it's systemic and i'm learning all about it it's got like a three-week cycle so you have to stay vigilant with treating it and what happens is you think you've got it and that you're all the way better and then it multiplies inside you and then you have amoebic dysentery again so i've been doing that going into my this month now. Um, I've also got mad fungus under my nails and my nails are falling off and I haven't healed that yet, so waiting for my higher power to help me with that. Again, it's a great learning curve if I'm going to be spending more time in the tropics. Um, I mean, you, you do gain immunity, that's the good thing with all of these things. And I've also had a systemic um, staph, staphylococcus infection, um, and I've got some scars from boils all over my body and that hasn't been healed. So although yes, the higher power through me has helped a lot of people, also yes, I'm an unhealed healer and there's a lot of things in process that are being learnt. And so I think that often comes through too, when we get a no, I can't help this person, it's because you haven't actually gone through the complete healing yourself. So it's not appropriate that you go and try and help that person, because there's actually someone else out there that's gone through the whole process that can help them. And you don't want to be wasting your time or their time. Because um, you know one of two things can happen then. If I do step up and treat someone, well, really I'm getting, mm, I don't know if I can really help this person. I don't know if I should do this. But often there's pressure on you, and so you do it. So what can happen, this is for my healer buddies and others interested in healing, um, if you do step up when you don't have full permission and full connection with your higher power that, yes, this is the big go, let's do it, um, you know, and I mean, that's why I love Family Constellation too, because we're working in the field, aren't we? We're working in the knowing field and we're working in the system because when someone comes to you, they're coming with to you with all their ancestors, and especially with their current family. And so, you know, if there's things in process there that you're not meant to interfere with, then you get a know that you're not meant to clear that, clear and work with that person. So, um, yeah, so it's really important to follow the higher powers guidance you you know, if you're a real healer and if you're genuinely in service, I mean, if you're not just go ahead and give your treatments and let your ego feel like it's doing something, I mean, there's plenty of that going on, there's loads of that actually, most of the healers out there are doing that, I mean, and that's perfect, let's bow to that and give them love knowing that the ones that go and see them, that's a perfect journey for them. so yeah, if you do step up and treat, but you're not being meant to be giving a treatment, one or two things can happen. Well, many things can happen, but we'll mention two of them. One is nothing's going to happen, and that person is going to be really angry with you, and their family is going to be really angry with you, because you said you could help them, and nothing happened. Or well, the other thing is, too much can happen because you weren't appropriate they were already in a process and now you've al- amplified healing and what happens is they go into a healing crisis and so they're absolutely falling apart they come back and attack you and blame you that it's all your fault and so does their family because they will blame you you know remember that you're going to be totally projected on You know, you're going to be the bad mother, the bad sister, you know, the father that raped them. When you're in the healing position and they're healing that, they're going to come at you as if you're that person. And that's why you need to do your own healing and your own evolution and your own you know, spiritual awakening so that you can stand in love. um, You can stand in giving great respect and you can bow and honor process of healing that's going on and that's in place. So, yeah, so I got to say when I received the message, no, I'm really, really sorry that I can't help your brother. I would love to, but what I'm getting is that I can't help. Well, then of course, you know, the need for why, 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 you know, we did emails and texts and... We went back and forwards on that. I had to stay solid and no, I can't help your brother. Um, One of the reasons that came was, you know, that he's actually, he's not ready, you know, and I've had this, God, for over 30 years, I've had a lot of this where the wife has sent the husband to be treated, go to the chiropractor and get your backs fixed, I've heard this woman, helped a lot of people with their bad back go and see her to get your back fixed and of course when the man comes in you know he's got his arms crossed his body language is completely closed he doesn't want to be there he's not responding so i don't know how many hundreds or thousands of men i've said to i've said to them you don't want to be here do you and they're like nope You know, I know you're here because your wife wants you to be here, or somebody's forced you to come, and I'm not going to waste your time, or my time, I'm not going to waste your money, you come back when you're ready, you know, when you're ready for a treatment, let's do it, but we're not going to do it now, I'm going to honor where you're at, um, they're delighted, they run out the door, they're absolutely delighted, um that they weren't forced to have a treatment and a similar one that happens. This is important knowledge to put out there. You know, is the parent that brings the kid and the kid needs to be fixed now. And again, the kid is totally traumatized, totally shut off, totally not open. The mother or the father wants that kid fixed now, fix it, do it now. And I have to say to the child, you don't want to be here, do you? This isn't a good day for you to be getting a treatment, is it? And they're like, "Nah, yeah. And I'm like, well, listen, why don't you come back when it's a really good day and when you want to have a treatment? Because then we can help you. You know, and I say as lovingly as I can to the parents, this isn't a good day. This is a bad hair day. So let's honor that. There's no charge, always there's no charge, which helps, you know, the bittersweet message to be taken. Um, And why don't you come back on another day when the time is right and you want the treatment and you say to the parents, I'm really sorry, I can't help the child. I know I've got this mad, busy children's clinic going on. We're helping loads of children, but you come back when the time is right. There's no charge. And if you come back again and the time isn't right, there won't be any charge. And we ask the great angels and the great powers to help you. Because, of course, that prayer is always there. That's a daily prayer upon awakening. I would recommend it to anyone in service and to helping, to healing, quote-unquote, knowing that it's something greater at work and that we're just in our own awakening process, that you know we make our own declaration and our own prayer. I'm in service today to helping humanity, helping the ones that I can help. So please, please be with me, assist me to do the right thing, to to be of greatest service, which is very important message. It's a very important message to say. Sometimes that is saying, no, I can't help you to people. And I can't tell you how many times I've been thanked afterwards, after the anger and the, the attack and the you know the recriminations and um dealing with you know whatever it is um, that comes at you when you say you can't treat someone because I mean there's not many people out there that say sorry I can't treat you today I mean I've had super wealthy people I mean they nearly dropped dead when I said I can't treat you because they've given loads of money to everyone around the world nobody's helped them and I've been the first person that ever said no actually I can't help you Um, you know, you're in a process or I'm not the person that can help you. You need to go elsewhere. I mean they almost drop dead. They can't believe that somebody would actually say to them, I can't help you, and not take their money. And I've even had them say, but I have loads of money. I can give you all my money if you can help me or you can help my child. And I get to do some of this explaining then, that you know, it's something greater that's at work here and I follow the guidance, and I'll keep you in my prayers. And maybe it will come around that, you know, I will be the person that can help. And let's, you know, let's keep in touch on that. But right now, today, I can't help you with that. And so you learn as you go along. I mean, I'm talking about 30 years, which is nothing. Maybe lifetimes, which is still nothing but it's relying on that greater power and their wisdom. And then I'll give you some other examples why this is really important to listen if you get that know. Um, You know, I've worked in the villages and I've worked in children's, free children's clinics and all over the world. And um, so, you know, often there's a knowing, oh, this woman really helps, you know, great miracles happen, this woman helps people. Like I've you know currently treating a few women that you know they were you know last stages of cancer and they've come all the way better and they've they have children now you know and so I work with miracle cases and you know remember too I can't heal myself so it's something else at work. Um, So you know when that word goes out there people come you know often in there. So I've had cases where I've had the woman hanging out of me crying tearing at my clothes, begging me, please treat my child, you know, my, you need, you've helped my other friends and why can't you help my child and I've had to say to them, I'm really getting intuitively, I can't help your child today so I'm not going to go against that, there's something greater that's working here you know, and they're hanging from me, pulling on my clothes, ripping my clothes, scratching me, no, you must help my child, nobody can help my child, and I hear you're helping everybody else, why can't you help me? And I have to say no, and then what I hear is, the next day or two, the child died. Or, you know, if it was a similar situation with a person, the person died. And so that's why my trust of that no gets stronger and stronger because, for example, in America, if I'd seen those people, I would have been potentially pulled into a lawsuit because, you know, in the medical system, people want someone to blame. So they would love to say, oh, well, the chiropractor gave a treatment the day before. So it was the chiropractors fault that that child died. You know, must have cracked a bone in the neck. like. A medical profession it's none of our fault it's somebody else's fault you know and especially when it's in a goes into a malpractice case they want to pull in whoever they can to, to blame so be aware of that as i mentioned in america we become experts as do, any doctor does there because you have to know the law and you have to know potentially what you can and cannot do y- you know you Anyway, that's a whole other world, and I'm grateful that I'm not um, physically giving treatments in... Um, I do still have licenses in America to practice, but I'm grateful that I'm actually not there within that environment. And this this is really important knowledge to, to, to be given to the public that want to hear about this and healers that want to learn about this. Um, so anyway, lots of reasons why I get to say no, um, and lots of reasons why I encourage others to say no. Keep the person in your prayers and see what evolves and see what you learn from that. And yes, of course, there will be recrimination and retaliation. And. We have to see that as our own awakening and our own growth in love, and we have to bow to it and we have to honor it, knowing that it's our own purification that's going on. You know, our family are our greatest gurus and purifiers, and the ones we live with are our greatest purifiers and healers. You know, so what's happened in this instance is, you know, since I've said no to the brother, you know, my rent has gone up and the terms of my agreement go up. Now if I cancel, I have to pay a huge um, daily rate, the daily rate that includes breakfast, except for me, it doesn't include breakfast because I'm paying a monthly fee. And then if I cancel, suddenly now I have to pay GST on any cancels and, and a very high rate which would be with breakfast and the highest rate, NGST, but I'm paying at the highest monthly rate, but now I don't get breakfast included, but I have all these penalties of potential um, cancellation. So I really bow to that, I really bow to that, because that's an action of love, isn't it? It's love in action of protecting the brother, of standing up for the brother, Of the anger of the fate of the family system how we'll actually kill for our family and how that allegiance is um, well in a family constellation they call it fate don't they Um, but it's also the power of love you know that's the highest level of love that's in action at any time you know and what's going on in the collective It's that same protection of the family at the highest level of love that's available. So we must bow to it. We must absolutely love it. We must um, interpret it into our own awakening and our own growth and meet it with great love and great compassion and great empathy. And always what's needed will be provided. And I guess I don't want to take up too many people's time and life because we've all got better things to do (laughs) listen to healing. And I do have um, a client. I've got um, someone in New Zealand on Skype or or Zoom to treat. I get to do this worldwide and I get to say no worldwide as well. (laughs) I get to say yes worldwide. Um, The other one was... um, which can is is my was my own great healing and an example of um the extreme um um, the extreme measures that someone may take if you do say no to giving a treatment so i was around the same spiritual community that i am now this was maybe i don't know 15 years ago and um I said no, that I couldn't help, Um, there'd been something that had happened, um, a treatment had been given and someone was, I don't know, sort of frothing at the mouth and there was some sort of malpractice thing going on, I don't, I can't remember all the details, and someone was potentially having a stroke and I was known as, you know, the healer, I'd been given a position there to treat every day. In exchange and to do some teaching and you know I was the supposed expert so I was called in to help and I said my intuition is saying I actually can't I can't help in this situation because I'm not actually trained in malpractice and I'm getting no I can't help and I was physically dragged on many different times to go and help in the situation and I had to stay really um, I was in my own terror and I had to say, no, I, I really i am getting, I can't help even though you're dragging me to help and even though you're all pointing your finger at me and saying, you're the one with the most qualifications. You're the one that can help you. And you're saying, no, and this is our family member. And then I was actually physically beaten up. I was the, the person involved was actually going to kill me and told me they were going to physically kill me for not helping. And also I had made the statement that if if this had happened in the real world, I would have to report malpractice to the authorities. So the person involved was coming at me and beating me and killing me. It was in a big group session. Everybody backed off. No one knew what to do. Luckily, someone came and helped and pulled the person that was going to kill me off. And I had to say, I'm not about... um, you know, malpractice or causing anyone any harm, but I just made the statement that in the world, like in the West, I would have to report that to the authorities. No, I'm not going to report it to the authorities, my guidance is telling me to have nothing to do with this case, you know, and this is what happens in spiritual community at that time the police were really not involved and the authorities were really not involved with the community they were on their own that has changed now the police and the authorities are involved with this community you know it's just the evolution of communities and again i had to bow in absolute love to my own growth and healing as a healer and loving you know, the defense of the family and the protection and the wanting to help and the survival of family that has to be known as a healer and has to be fully respected and is why I have trained consistently before then and since then and attended Family Constellation, maybe not weekly, um, you know, in supervisory um, sessions, maybe no not weekly but probably bi-weekly or monthly it's been in my 15 year program we've got a lovely workshop coming up um, next Saturday which I will love to attend and be part of Um, and so anyway knowing that the whole community was against me because I hadn't fixed this person and I had gone against you know their family Ideas of that you can't say no when someone needs help, even if you feel you can't help that person. But I really, what I was really getting from the higher power was don't get involved, because there's another process going on here that you know that you don't belong in. And So anyway, I had to be escorted and I had to move out of there because that person was going to come and kill me And probably some of the others involved because I didn't help and the person was in sort of a paralysis um, Had been frothing at them anyway, so I had to move out and I had to go into hiding I was really afraid that I was going to be killed. It was a great healing. It was a great healing process and um of course we've gone back on that and we've talked about it and you know everybody's grown and many changes have happened um you know in that system and out of that system and whatever so anyway um just sharing that for healers that that's the level of um reaction that one can have one if if one gives a treatment would have been interesting what that reaction would have been had i stepped up you know in any of these cases think about that wonder what the reaction would have been if i'd gone a- against you know the no from the higher power and stepped in you know maybe death would have ensued but i feel like there's always been divine protection when i followed that no and i was actually escorted out of that situation and i was put somewhere else where it was very safe and very beautiful and um a bit like where i'm staying now you know on the ocean with the swimming pool with really good food with really high vibration with really good people so anyway that in a nutshell is (laughs) some of the reasons why we don't treat people some of the reasons why the public don't understand some of the reasons why I'm putting this podcast out to other healers and chiropractors to explain um some of the journey because this is all purification and we get to a greater level of service and a greater level of love and we always get to bow to everybody involved and whatever they give us, you know, with my new GST and penalties on cancel and my rate has just gone up extraordinarily. I bow to that, I know that the money will, will be given and is given, I pay it, and I know that it's a healing um, family, you know, of what's going on, and that to the best of my ability, I must hold that position of love. Um, I must give love, I must be in love, I must be in service. You know, even if I have <laughs> a bit dysentery and my nails are falling off because I've got fungus and I've got huge boils and systemic stab and I feel like shit, you know, I'm going to show up and, and do my healing gig uh, with someone in New Zealand shortly. So anyway, so apologies to anyone that's been offended. Apologies to anyone that, um, I need to pay amends to, let me know, let's work on it, um, yeah, and hopefully this will be of help and of service to somebody somewhere, thanks for listening, um, yeah, so just to give help to the, help, thanks to the higher power, show me, guide me, I don't know, I'm absolutely helpless and hopeless without your guidance um uh, i'm not jesus yet i can't um turn water into wine and um yeah help everyone but jesus help i pray to all the great ones maybe that's a good place to finish up calling in usually start with that in every session we call in jesus and buddha and krishna divine feminine divine masculine galactic federation of light warrior protection angels archangels and angels all our ancestors and their powers all our gifts power of the land power of the people we call in yeah all the known and unknown helpers and guides and everybody we welcome being surrounded in love and light and healing and we know that that does the work you know that love and light and that something greater, it transmutes the burden that's being carried into the gift. Oh, and that was the other piece that I hadn't shared, where all the people that have come back to me and thanked me when I said no. Um, One that comes to mind was when I was in practice in Madison, Wisconsin. I was treating this girl and she was, you know, quite a far gone drug addict. And then what was shown to me was, (laughs) by treating her I was actually helping her to take more drugs because she was feeling better and she was healing. And so I really got, you need to say this to this person, no, I can't treat you anymore. So I said to her, "Um, I've got the message that I can't treat you anymore because it's actually, um, it's not helping you, it's actually compounding your problem. Because you're feeling better and you're actually going out there and using more drugs and i can't help you oh wow she was really angry with me you know an addict a full-blown addict and you're telling them that they can't have their fix um there was a lot of i don't know if she caused damage to my building or i don't know if my tires were slashed i mean there's been so many c- cases of that um over the years. Um, anyway long story short because we're finishing up here she did come back to me later and she said you gave me the greatest gift with your no because what happened was i found i found healing I, i found narcotics anonymous i found a gang of people that were in recovery and i'm not doing that anymore i i don't need my fix i'm not a junkie and a drug addict anymore you know, I get my fix of the real deal now, you know, the spirit, the real, the real thing I was looking for, that, you know, I couldn't inject it into my arm, because I was actually connected to it, so, um, yeah, so just some of the beauty, oh, and that I've been around Village, too, and, because um, it was st- stated in the letter that maybe it's racist behavior on my part, why I couldn't help, and I often get that, and I know a lot of people yeah, I mean, there's all different degrees of race, racist behavior, but I have helped in the worst villages, and um, one of the things that I, I did help to get Alcoholics Anonymous going in a village, again, about 15 years ago, a lot happened there, there was a lot of purification, anyway, and now there's 15 um, AA um, meetings around that village now, And all those, um, you know, drunk men that were lying around drunk in the village center, they're all going to meetings now. Because, you know, I nearly died of alcoholism a lot of years ago, and um, 12-step movement is a big part of my own journey. I love to be of service, you know, knowing again I'm only healing myself, and it's only myself that's growing, yeah. And um, Bill Wilson, the founder of Alcoholics Anonymous in 1935. He had a huge, a a light experience and AA got started then, you know, and NA and all the others have come from that, Emotions Anonymous and all the different ones that people go to now, families of adult children of alcoholics, I have a lot of people I treat that are in those programs. Yes, so that light experience that Bill Wilson had, that was a 540 spiritual calibration, you know, real light, real purification um, level of healing. And that light is in every 12-step meeting around the world. And that's why, for example, in America, overall there's a really high spiritual calibration there with a lot of very evolved people um because they've all stepped into the 12 step light you know and even if they didn't stay there or hang out there like some of us have they were still zapped and their vibration was raised so just a plug for 12 step um love it love it and uh, yeah so hope that's been of help to someone um knowing that it'll all come back at me <laughs> in all different ways um Yeah, love, 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 and uh, high vibrations, bowing in respect to all, Uh, if I owe you amends let me know, I'm very sorry, I don't wake up in my day anymore, wanting to do harm, that was many years ago when I was playing out my family of origin, alcoholism, and uh, child of rape and prostitution which is another story we'll save that for another podcast love you guys see you on the happy road of life uh, my website www.divineclearing.com my whatsapp 353 My WhatsApp 306 if you want more love you bye Hello, this is Dr. Yvonne Murphy, and um, I'm on the beach in tropical India, Um, good energy here. Um, Mother Aurobindo said this beach has healing powers, so sending that out to you and your world. Um, Yeah, I was asked to say a few words around family constellation, and um, how, how and why I use it in in all of my sessions. Um, So I trained as a doctor of chiropractic, studied eight years in the 1980s in America. And since then I've been looking at all the modalities of healing for myself and for others. And one that's jumped out at me and stayed very closely with me is family constellation bert hellinger's beautiful work um, of being in the knowing field and um, allowing that loving field to correct um you know the lack of clarity and health flowing in the family system which of course then knocks on to the physical you know people get better that's what i found if we clear the layers of the um system then of course the physical comes right because the physical is in 3d it's slow it's dense it's the last bit that gets it and often we do need to address the other layers and that karmic family layer is so powerful so yeah, I, I think I stumbled across um Family Constellation the first times when I in Oroville. Um and here we are, you know, we've got fifty two different nationalities all trying to build the new world, you know, all idealists and all, you know, wanting their say and to do it their way. Um and realized, yeah, very quickly that uh the facilitators giving the Family Constellation workshops in Oroville they were worth attending and hanging out with and then since then I've gone on and taken many um, week-long and longer courses studying um, the the, um, Family Constellation myself and I've read most of Bert Hellinger's book. What an amazing man i really bow to him and his magnificence and his spirit lives with us in the knowing field yes so well you know to answer what i was asked (laughs) what i was asked to do is um Yeah, kind of explain explain how I use Family Constellation in my sessions. So, you know, when someone comes in for treatment, you know, I'm, I'm a doctor of chiropractic, so I work a lot with the physical body. And, of course, the last two years that I've been in India, there's been a huge surge in remote sessions. So working remotely around the world, I've just had a huge slew of people in New Zealand because they're, under a lot of pressure and done a lot of beautiful lovely sessions of returning to more love and more magnificence in the family system. Um, So yeah, at the beginning of the session, I kind of like it if there's an intention, because I think there's power in intention, and I know that we're given what we ask for, and often we haven't received things because we haven't asked for them. And so, yeah, so people give an intention of what they would like to achieve and receive in the session, and then we go from there. And usually there's some family dynamic involved. Um, You know, usually there's a problem child, a problem partner, a problem parent. And yeah, so start the session with clearing. So it can be mental, emotional, karmic, spiritual, extraterrestrial. Um, And that's when I get to use the family constellation. And of course, you know, people know and they say, and um, really let the, you know, the person direct. And I'm just a loving midwife. I feel that's my function these days. I work as a sort of spiritual midwife helping to birth people into their new place and their new body. Especially now at this time, everybody's done a lot of work, spiritual, mental, emotional, and I feel like I'm the yeah, spiritual midwife, birthing them into the new body and the new place. It's been so exciting working with the NZ people and you know leaving the session and they're in their magnificence with so much love flowing and great reports back from couples that they've you know reunited intimately in a way that they've never been before and yeah just children and families um that knowing field knowing and doing it um yeah so i'm in great reverence and great awe to the great mystery Feel privileged to be playing my part um available for sessions www.defineclearing.com is my web and you can get me on whatsapp i still have my uh, ireland phone 353894545306 i'm on facetime on that as well yeah so it's very beautiful to um yeah allow that love to flow um and to acknowledge and maybe i'll finish on this to acknowledge that our parents were the perfect parents for us and our families were the perfect family for us because without them we wouldn't be who we are today Um, and that's the end point that we want to get to in sessions you know on the family constellation theme, Um, really bowing and prostrating, giving pranams and thanks to our families for being our most beautiful guides and gurus and for forcing us to transcend, for showing us what we don't want and helping us into what we do want. And then there's a magnificence of that force field, like everyone around us is in the wake as we do our work and make our loving intention, you know, to have more love and compassion and ease in our system, of course that goes out to the family. And of course they have free will to do whatever they want to do with that. Um, And I love that about family constellation because it's the flow of love. You know, I love that Corinthians um, poem where, you know, it says, love is gentle, love is kind, love doesn't force, love doesn't have a timeline. Love is so magnificent. And I remind people of that in the session, especially when it comes up that we're gonna do something around family. Um, You know, and often it's the pink elephant in the room, isn't it? That elephant's been there for generations and everybody's (laughs) pretended that it's not there. And for me, that's the gift of the time that we're in now. Um, we've had enough time to be with that pink elephant in the room and bring love to it, even though they, maybe there's a bit of dark night of the soul in there. You know, we're bringing love to that pink elephant and loving it and embracing it and allowing it to to be and do what it needs to do and let it let us show, let us show. And I guess I'll finish up. I won't spend too long on this uh, family constellation theme, which is always broad and 360 degrees. We've been, do- we've been popping the, the virus into the um, family constellation setups around the world, and it's been lovely to be in touch with the family constellation family and hear their um, reports back. And there's been a consistent report back of what... The um, COVID wants to tell us, and COVID's been consistently telling us that when you love me, and when you bow to me, and when you see me as the gift that I am to you, I will leave. And um, what's told is that I'm the facilitator of great change, very quick great change that couldn't happen any other way. I'm actually a gift for you. I'm bringing you a magnificent new normal that couldn't have happened this quickly or this easily and um, as we see that and love it yeah of course it will leave and we'll move on to the next (laughs) family constellation (laughs) so blessings i must give great thanks to all my benefactors that um, you know i have some people that buy three treatments at a time around the world and that helps me to pay my rent and to buy my food and to stay healthy because I, I don't have any assets or any savings and then i have other uh, clients and they're buying nine visits so they pay for nine treatments and that you know puts my bank balance into the black i just had someone do that and i've been three months in deficit so now i'm back in having money and then i have other clients that have bought a dozen treatments and they're support of me and helping me to you know I'm always giving free food and treatments to village children and animals I'm here in India doing it and of course in Ireland we had that lovely ongoing free children's clinic in Tipperary Um, so it's lovely when you give to me you're not only helping to support my body and pay my uh, cover my needs, but you're helping me to extend my gifts to others. And um, yeah, every day, like I had animals outside my door, they know to come and they sit there. <laughs> they get a little bit of homeopathy in a treatment, and then off they go.